Scotty and Goss on this Tuesday morning. Don't forget, after 7 o'clock, Peter Bell from the Fremantle Football Club. They've been at the front and centre in recent times of AFL trading, and AFL trading is coming to an end. Josh Jenkins is part of Trade Radio, of course, the late trade with Damian Barrett and Phil Davison. Also, you can find him out also on SEN Track. JJ, appreciate your time. First things first, most important of all, were you as disappointed as we were with Amelia's Jewel? Uh, yes, well, I was disappointed with the result. Uh, they are telling me uh, that uh, she may have had a, her excuses. And um, I guess the important part now is uh, I was reading overnight that Simon Miller might be pulling the pin completely. So I haven't caught up with the um, most recent news this morning, but it sounds like there's some chance she'll be coming back to Perth and having a little freshen up. So that would be disappointing. But uh, the horse always comes first. Well, I tell you what, I was glued to the couch. I refused to move until she ran and sat there for, I reckon, five minutes afterwards with me drawing the on the couch. JJ, I was absolutely shattered for S. Miller and uh, and the jewel. But what are you – tell me what you're hearing. You, you're saying that you're going to come back for a spell and then head back? Uh, That's well, it. I was reading, I was reading that um, the blood's, I think, come back normal, which is actually – Probably more confusing than anything because if she had a little bit of a bug or a virus, that that would you know explain the performance. When it's so unexplainable like that, I don't know whether they know what to do. So um, yeah, I guess we'll learn over the next forty-eight hours. But uh, he's been good over here, Simon Miller. He's been willing to talk to anyone when, when he's been winning and losing. He fronted up and spoke to everyone, so he couldn't have represented. Your mob any better. No, he's a legend. He's no doubt about that. And sometimes you just have a bad day. Sometimes, Jojo, you only kick two. Sometimes yeah. you have a bad one and only kick five. Sometimes Goss played cricket and only took eight for. Nine for. Yeah, well, sometimes you only <laughs> took eight for and not nine for. You have a bad day. Nine for eight, seven for one, seven for nine. Bowling average is 3.6. JJ, I've got the uh, trophy to prove it. Uh, Simon Miller has <laughs> just texted as we've gone to air and said, blood's normal, still not eating like she can not sure of next move, have nommed for WA. We'll find yeah. out soon. There you go. Yeah, so there's, there's that nom for WA means there's a chance she comes home, has a little fresh, and he gets her right in her own environment and you go again. But uh, it'd be a shame for us, but it'd be good for your carnival. Very much so. Hey, what should we ask Peter Bell after 7 o'clock? Are you surprised with how they've done this with the losing Lockie Schultz, uh, losing Liam Henry? They have positioned themselves for next year's draft. They've virtually got no play in this year's draft. What are your thoughts on the way Fremantle have been going at the trade table? Yeah, real holding pattern for them, isn't it? Because they've they've got a they've got a terrible hand at this year's draft. They come in late, and um, I mean it's you can't you can't simply can't look at uh, this season's uh, drafting trade free agency period and think that they've had a win. You can't because they've they've lost two. They've lost one very very good player, and they've lost one potentially very good player. So it's. It's no good. And the Lockie Shields one, we um, spoke to Graham Wright on uh, on Trade Radio yesterday and it was um, feels like a shrewd little bit of business from Collingwood. They've identified him. They've um, potentially sassed or sourced the fact there might be a little bit of unrest with him and they've been able to swoop in and grab him. Mm. So that's the power of Collingwood, I guess. But it's a bad, bad loss for Freo. And I, on face value, I reckon your first instinct on these trades is often the correct one. It feels like a very good deal for Collingwood and not necessarily enough coming back for the Dockers. 
I agree, mate. Over here, they have a read and they say the uh, the Dockers have done very, very well. It's a Collingwood man. I think uh, they've done it absolutely beautifully. The Pies and Lockie Schultz will be a fan favourite uh, within 15 yep. minutes of the yep. first game when he throws his head over the pill and tackles someone and chases someone. They'll love him straight away. Good deal by the Pies. There's still a bit of work to do, though, mate, in... Uh, uh, today, I mean, we're still waiting on, on Zerk Thatcher and Dersma, Radigalia, Soldo, mm. Sweetland, Chol. There's still some big names there that uh, are still looking for homes and deals to be done. How many get done today? I think they all get done before tomorrow night, but whether any get done today, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, a lot of them feel like pretty straightforward deals. We were going through it yesterday, and a lot of those players, you know, Paddy Dow for pick 56 mm. makes complete sense because... Carlton haven't really committed to him, haven't really offered him much or anything looking like a contract. Um, Zerk Thatcher and Dersma, to me, look 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 like a straight swap. I know we don't see straight swaps anymore, but Dersma's uh, more exposed at AFL level and Zerk Thatcher's a uh, harder commodity to find on the market. So they feel like a nice straight swap between the two clubs. They'd be paid similarly. So that feels quite easy. And, you know, even the Shane McAdam and I know Adelaide turned down a future second, which is quite stunning. He, he wasn't actually in their best 22 at all stages last year. So to turn down a second-round pick or a future second uh, is a bit surprising, even though I know Melbourne's second-round pick is probably going to be a little later in the, in the second round. But it feels like they'll all get done. Maybe not today, but they'll come with a flurry at some point. Rowan O'Brien is on Trade Radio, 10 o'clock Perth time, 1 o'clock Eastern. Looking forward to him chatting. Um, Pretty hell-bent on pushing this myself that I don't think the trade of pick one is on the table unless West Coast get 2-3-15 first rounder from next year and George Wardlaw. (laughs) (laughs) What you're saying is it's it's not on the table. I don't think it's on the table. He took it to the bank last week, JJ. When he says take it to the bank, it was undisputable. (laughs) I'm of the same opinion now. Look, I, I had a different view about a week ago, but... Uh, having spoken to a lot of clubs across trade radio and you know, and then you reach out to people that you know in the industry, it, it, everyone seems to be of the view that there's about eight to ten really, really top-end players in the draft, and then it drops off. Now, whether that's right or wrong, who knows? But all the clubs are saying the same thing. So that's where I don't think you know Melbourne wanting to offer 6 and 11. Clubs don't really want 11. They don't want 12. They don't want 13, 14, 15. They want picks inside the top eight. And North Melbourne are the only club who can offer two picks inside the top eight. North have been reluctant to even put two or three on the table. <laughs> they're, they're off outside that, which is a little fanciful. So, look, I, I think it's almost certain now that West Coast pick Harley Reid and hopefully he lights up uh, your uh, Perth Stadium, off the stadium, I think they still call it. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he lights it up and the Eagles fans fall in love with him on day one. I think they will. We had him on air last week and they fell in love with him pretty quickly and uh, so did we. He's impressive. Impressive young man, but then well, people I'm talking to, JJ, as far as recruiters go and that sort of thing, they're in 50 players. 50 players in this year's draft will get uh, picked up, which is not a hell of a lot when you look across the country. Nah, nah. Nah, it's not. It's not. And I don't know the reason for it because <clears throat> the rules are quite similar. You've got you to gotta make three changes to your list. So if you look at three changes to your list and you look at uh, the 18 clubs, you know, we're getting... We're getting up over 50, and you'd expect some of those teams down the bottom should be making more than three changes because the reality is they've got more than three players in their list who, who either aren't cutting it or need opportunities elsewhere. So uh, it's not great. And, you know, as a player who, who got an opportunity through a rookie draft, you need to see more players drafted. And 50 is not enough in the national draft, and we're starting to see the rookie draft used for 
players to get paid who aren't even playing and mm. all these types of things to make sure contracts get paid out. It's, it's not right. And, and what it is also doing is stopping stopping very good players from the waffle and the SNFL and the VFL getting an opportunity. And there'd be four or five in the waffle, there'd be four or five in the sample who, who deserve a shot at AFL level who aren't going to get it. Very much so. Josh Jenkins, AFL Trade Radio, late trade with Damien Barrett and Phil Davis. Phil Davis, very impressive. He's a very intelligent man, but geez, very impressive. His knowledge of the individual players, and I'm sure this goes for a lot of players, but he's extremely knowledgeable on every player in the competition. He is. He's been uh, he's been a breath of fresh air. We weren't sure what we were getting because he's still contracted. He's still a he's still a contracted player, so we weren't sure whether he was going to be uh, a little bit cliche driven. But he's been excellent. He does have. Uh, he does have a, yeah, an incredible amount of knowledge. He's a little bit Harry Taylor like with his uh, detail and the fact how he goes in depth with every player and the players he used to play alongside of and behind and in front of and why he do this and why he do that and what he looks for in key defenders. He he, he probably lost me when he had uh, his he, he named his top ten key defenders and he he had Jack Buckley at six ahead of a few very good players including your very own Tom Barras. He probably lost me. For a moment there, but otherwise he has not put a foot wrong. <laughs> to be honest with you, who cares about the top ten full backs in the competition? I mean, the oh, sea you. ball, punch ball, JJ. It's not that hard a position to thank play. You. And October thirty-one, thank he's out of contract, so uh, that's the general football contract. October thirty-one, we had it with Shannon Hearn when we had lunch with him. He was still very coy after he very. retired. But he said, "I'm still contract." I said, "What are they going to do? Sack you?" <laughs> it's okay, mate. So November first, <laughs> expect Phil Davis to come out absolutely swinging. Any other deals, well, mate? You Sorry, mate. You go. You don't want to give up. You don't want to give up that last paycheck, Scotty. I mean, count them down as it is. There's no point giving up that last paycheck because there ain't many more coming in like that, like the AFL salary. Yeah, there's some reality checks coming, isn't there? When you when you get that last one and then you move on to uh, to the real world. Uh, any final deals, mate? You're expecting JJ or any that'll fall over? Uh, not really. I, I mean, there might be this. I guess this Radigalia to Port Adelaide one's the most. Uh, intense because it feels like the two clubs are really butting heads. So that's the most intense of of the deals that are that are left to, to be to be done. Uh, Port have put twenty five on the table, which which feels I thought it was okay, uh, quite reasonable if, if if you ask me. I yeah. don't think I've really bumped into anyone who doesn't think that's fair, except for Andrew Mackey and the Cats, and they're the ones who are involved in the deal. So that's probably the one that feels the most are uh, interesting, but Port Adelaide have put an enormous contract on the table, so I don't think you can stop the young man from going and grabbing that contract at the end of the day. Appreciate your time. I know it's a very busy time for you, mate. All the best. Uh, we'll be tuned into Trade Radio all day. Of course, there's a lot going on, and in Beautiful. particular with the late trade, Damien Barrett, Phil Davis, and yourself, Josh Jenkins. Thanks for joining us, mate. Thanks, boys. Here he is, Josh Jenkins on AFL Trade Radio. As I mentioned, the late trade with Damien Barrett and Phil Davis. Stay tuned all day, and at 10 o'clock birth time, Eagles fans, Rowan O'Brien. He's the list manager, and he will, I'm sure, be answering the questions about number one pick and Harley Reid. This is Scotty and Goss. Peter Bell, after seven.